grab your sunglasses and a floppy hat. We're back for more adventures and inspiration. Let's talk travel. Yes, it is. Welcome back, everybody. Nicola and Gareth here having a chat about, well, wandering, all things travel and holiday. Nick, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Um, not much. Pretty quiet, actually, apart from in bed. And, and, and not in a good way. <laughs> no, not absolutely not in a good way. That sounded awful. Um, I'm not a good sleeper, as you know, yeah. Gareth. I'm always complaining about how pooped I am, knackered. And um, anyway, so I'm constantly trying new methods in which to improve my sleep. And the latest one was that I should hum like a bee. You do have a bit of an affinity with bees anyway. <gasps> that is true. I do have a hive. That is true. Give me a demonstration of how you hum like a bee. Okay, so here we go. So I'm lying, I'm lying down, I'm absolutely relaxed, and then I just go, hmm, like that. But it didn't really work for me, I've got to say. How long are you supposed to do it for? Until you fall asleep, Jay. One continuous hum, or just keep starting the hum until you just naturally stop? I think there are kind of there's an implication that one should breathe through the hammer. No, true. So you, that you, would, keep, yeah, you keep breathing. Problem, so you keep going. You're <laughs> so how many hums did you get up to? Well, you're not meant to count. Right. No. Because it says any form of counting is not good. So I mean, forgive me if you're listening to this and you're a sleep expert and you think she's talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> this is just what I've read anyway. But anyway, I was humming like a bee, and but it got my lips. You know when your lips go a little bit. Tingly. Like a yeah, tingly, like... <laughs> tingly. So I had to get up and have a glass of water and no. So I, I shan't be doing that again. That's that's no. one well, off the list. It's good to try new things though, isn't it? I mean... One step closer to a good night's sleep, I think, because I've written <laughs> the, it off. The search continues. The search continues. Save that for next week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what about you, Gareth? I do hope your weeks be more exciting than that. Um, I've had a really nice week, actually. Uh, earlier in the week, I went to the theatre. I went to see a new play called foxes which is currently on at the seven dials theater or the seven dials playhouse i think it's called in london uh all about sort of exploring the queer experience within caribbean communities in london so that was really good i liked that a lot um i've also just arrived in brussels actually so um brussels calling today uh, i'm here for about a week just working away last night we had the launch of uh the ket magazine which is a, a, a magazine i've been working on for a bit so that was fun uh yeah so no all going well well, can I just say, you you speedy international traveller, that you do sound quite slightly more exciting than I do. Can I just go back a minute? Why is it called Foxes then, that play? Oh, actually interesting. Um, it's called Foxes because it sort of describes uh, gay black men as similar to foxes in terms of uh, having to sort of be on the outskirts of um, and a bit hidden and out at night kind of thing. It, it was they didn't overplay that metaphor, but it was just a nice sort of allusion to the name of the play. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. So it's good that you're in Brussels, being as we are talking about travelling. That does make us sound like we are like proper travellers, doesn't it? Some of us actually travel. I know. Some <laughs> of us just stay in Cardiff until we die. But there we are. Now, um, I did get some feedback from last week's show. Now, I've had a number of people asking for more information about your dog. So could you paint us a picture of the dog? Is that true, Gareth? Are people actually interested? Am I? I'm not lying. This is actual Good feedback and Lord. questions. People have questions. Wow. So I have got the most delicious dog. He's a Jackapoo called Dougie. So his mum was a little Jack Russell and his dad was a, a little poodle. He's he's black. He's black with a little grey, like tuft on his chin. 
like I said, he's kind of very sage and wise and a little gray down the front. And he's, he's, he's just delicious. But my concern is, Gareth, because I wanted a little dog. You know, I've always had dogs. I've always had quite small dogs. But now his legs seem to be growing and his, the rest of his body doesn't. Right, because last time I saw him, he was still very, very small. But you, how many inches has he grown? Well, I, I'm centimetres, if you don't mind. Oh, no, so sure, I'm saying, I'm honestly, <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm saying his his legs have grown at least six centimetres. Do you think he's being crossed with a giraffe? Is what you're thinking? Like... I am concerned about that. <laughs> yes. Do you know we did? Um, what's what's a collective noun for giraffes? Ooh. I, instinctively, I want to say herd, but you're, you're going to tell me that's incorrect. Well, do you know what? Now that I'm asking you that question, now I you can't actually the answer. remember the answer. <laughs> Google Isn't it now that dreadful? while we speak. I've got, I've got a caravan of camels. Is it? Uh, yes. Now, this is a good one. A flamboyance of flamingos. A flamboyance of flamingos. It is actual perfect. I'm just Googling... Um, Are you? Yeah, giraffe collective, isn't it? Or... Yeah, collective noun for giraffe. This isn't great listening, I've got to say, No, Gareth. no, people love live live action Googling. Is it a, ta- sure? a tower of giraffes is the answer? Yes, isn't that, that is right. Weird. That's a good one, don't you think? I think that's I a, that was a good one. Yes, very, yes. very good. Now, other feedback. My mother has been in touch about the Greek cruise and she just really wanted to emphasize <laughs> the importance of sunblock, how essential that's going to be to make the most of that experience. <laughs> Um, and oh, our cousin Nick also messaged to say that he was listening to us on his tour bus in Germany between concerts and he'll probably have a few travel tales for us when he gets back so we might be able to include him in a later episode but it does just sound like a lot of beer and a lot of good food well hooray let's let's have some stories about that then it does make me think that we are just doing this podcast for our family (laughs) i'm not mad about that i think that's okay (laughs) saves me emailing them all (laughs) no that's true that's true well talking of family gareth i was um oh i was out with uh, my daughter the other day uh, and we went for supper in this lovely little restaurant, um, an outside restaurant. So they, you arrive and they give you a blanket and a hot water bottle and there's a big fire. It was really lovely. Anyway, we had this bread with um, burnt onion butter. Delicious. Who had that? No, oh, it sounds good. Just the so words, to, those words together all sound good to me. Absolutely. It was delicious. But anyway, we got going and started talking about what's the best bread we've had in our lives and where was it? And interestingly, for both of us, it was when we were abroad. Mine was when I was in my teens, long, long time ago. And we were traveling, we were hitchhiking down through the south of France. And we stopped on a side, on a grass verge. We had very little money. So all we could afford was a French stick and some butter. Well, best bread I've ever had, Gareth. <laughs> no word of a lie. I mean, I was probably starving. Happiest moment of your delish. life. Still yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Little little steps for me. So I was wonder, I was thinking, that's a good thing. Let's let's let's. I had a little epiphany. Let's do that for Wondercast this week. Let's talk about food. No, Travel I love that. And food. I can talk about food all day. No problem at all. <laughs> right. Happy days then. What's your best bread or what's your best meal? Where are you starting? I was just down to the bakery today. In um, I mean, staying in Uccle in Brussels with just like a little neighbourhood bakery, which is just delicious. And I'm just there loving living my best life and loving it. So, but. In terms of best meals and stuff, I think any 
anything that involves traveling somewhere for a special occasion meal has to be pretty spectacular. I mean, do you remember that time we went to the Fat Duck? I mean, you can't actually ask for something better than that, can you? No. I just like the theater of ooing and ahhing as things are brought to the table with a bit of pomp and ceremony. Loved it. Similar, but different. I did go to uh, Noma in Copenhagen once. And again, that was a similar sort of, does food get any better than this? This is just like dining heaven. But I kind of I think you're right that maybe some of the best food memories are the unexpected and spontaneous ones because you know they're the ones that sort of take you by surprise. And I don't know, was this with you or maybe it was with Gina and Mike and we were in Australia driving up the sort of southeast coast and we came across this um, little harbor where they were unloading a hall of scallops. I was there for that. Yeah, I thought it was you. It wasn't oh. that. Do you remember that? When like, the scallops were like being unloaded and sort of tipping out of the buckets and there were locals and passers-by just picking up scallops off the sort of um, jetty or whatever it was. And then we went to a beach down the road and cooked them up on a barbecue. Yeah, orgasmic. I, I've never had scallops before. That so was your first scallop them, experience. My first scallop experience. And to have them, like, like you said, it just kind of literally fell into our laps, didn't it? Because they just fell off these big sacks of, of scallops, didn't they? And our family does not hesitate to say, well, we'll have some of that. Thank you very much. Absolutely <laughs> not. And I'm proud of us for that. I love that. And then I think Uncle Ron cooked them up on the barbie, didn't he? Yeah, we found a beach nearby. like, And you, it's kind of spoiled scallops for me a little bit because like, nothing is ever going to taste as good as that because like, that, you know, that you don't get fresher scallops than... Anyway, we're rabbiting on about scallops. That no, no well, so I'm going to carry on with the, the scallop theme because there was a show on the telly the other day with Sandy Toxvik in mm. and they were going around, oh, I want to say Norway, but I can't really quite remember where it was. So we're at this beach. They had this chap who went hand diving down for scallops. Oh. He handed them to them. They opened them up and they put them on a little fire. And I thought, well, it doesn't get much fresher than that, does no. it? Good work, Sandy. Good work. Oh, I love Sandy. <laughs> what about I food do. disasters? Had any memorable, horrendous meals while you're traveling? Um, more like food I couldn't just force down, you mean? Food that just too... Um... Oh, well, I have actually, now you've said that. We <laughs> went um, traveling to... Uh, I, I taught in Caracas in Venezuela for a little while, and then a friend and, my, and myself, we, we, a friend and I... I hate myself, the overuse of the word myself. <laughs> Was yourself, myself. There's no need for it. Anyway, so my fr a friend and I, we, we, we went down to the Amazon mm. and um, stayed with this family, lovely family. Uh, I think he was American originally, but he was kind of very hippie, you know, and they'd settled in the Amazon and they were offering people to come and experience the real Amazonian lifestyle and all the rest of it. Anyway, uh, we had, um, and anyway, Lynn's, uh, my sister, uh, my lovely sister, and uh, another friend of ours, Kathy, came over to join us. Anyway, so we were, we'd had a great time. We'd been on the water. We'd been riding horses. And in the evening, then he said, I'm going to cook you some witchetty grubs now. That's, you know, very popular here in this area. And Is so it? they were I always like, think of witchetty grubs as being Australian, but uh, they have them in the Amazon, obviously. Oh. Yes. Well, I say they were witchetty grubs. grubs. I think they, they were witchetty were grubs. They were grubs. Yeah, they yeah. were big old grubs, Gareth. Wow. Are witchetty grubs big and fat? Like yeah, big... like big white ones about yeah. that long sort of. And yeah. Not, not terrible to eat. But continue with your story of the Why, grubs. thank you very much. So, so uh, I'm eating these. So he's cooked these on the barbecue. How did and he cook them? them? Oh, like just lightly sautéed. Or... So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, now sauté, that was a word on Wordle. And I wasn't happy about that. 
a saute with an accent. It didn't have an accent on Wordle, did it? Saute. Anyway, uh... I digress. I digress, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, so we're cooking up these witchy grubs and then passing them over and I'm trying them because that's, you know, I'm quite polite adventurous. Thing to do, yeah. And it's polite. <laughs> and Kath's in my ear said, it just tastes like six types of phlegm this i can't i just can't eat it well i mean that put me right off but i thought i have to he was looking at me expectantly like you are gonna so anyway i managed to get it down and, and i it's not a happy memory for me but i did manage to get it down and then i said and then he said please now finish these off on the plate i said oh no no you had them you and your family have them he said oh no we we, we don't like it them. we're having chicken and potatoes <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> so, so yeah. So we were left with the we were left with the grubs. Yeah. It's what about the... you? Did you have anything? I mean, a nasty cocktail, nasty bit of food, nasty something. I don't know. I can't recall sort of any specific, you know, times when the food's been a disaster. Most of the dining disasters are about the people you're with. Something. You know, I really can't cope with people who want to argue about who had what when they're splitting the bill that does my head oh, in a lot no. and the other thing i find a bit of a struggle with is when people have to google translate every potential ingredient in a dish to see whether it's something they want to order which and, and you know allergies are no joke obviously but you know that amount of overanalyzing potential ingredients can really suck the joy out of a meal when you absolutely and also a lot of the time they mention an ingredient and it's like a tiny little dab <laughs> on the plate. So it's not like it's going to, uh, uh, allergies allowing, obviously, it's not like it's going to kill you, is it? It's like, have a go, try it. <laughs> or just push it to the side if you don't want it. Well, each to their own, I guess. Um, now, I guess our memories of travelling are really tied up with meals and food. That's kind of inevitable. But if you could be wished off somewhere, anywhere, tonight, tomorrow, what would you eat? Where would you go? Who would you be dining with? Oh, that's a good question, Gareth. Um, well, immediately what comes to mind, though bear with, is Hawaiian Island or Tropical Island somewhere with Jason, what's his name, from uh, Game of Thrones. What's his name? I genuinely can never remember Jason Momoa. Yeah. And he's feeding me pink prawns <laughs> dripping in butter. And it doesn't matter that they're slightly messy there, Gareth, because I'm obviously a size six in my fantasy and I'm in a bikini and you know it and then the, I have the to go butter is just oozing down your oozing. bosoms and your boobs <laughs> yeah oh all right steady yes so but then I have to go no stop yourself Nicola. calm down that's never gonna happen let's move on to something slightly more realistic Jason Momoa is busy so <laughs> Jason Momoa is busy and I'm a long way from a size six so we've got a long way to go however my next one is also actually kind of film related. I don't know whether, yeah, anyway, my next one, you know that scene in Mamma Mia when they've got married and they're, they're out on the, on the, like the terrace. Yes. Do you remember? I'm and very all familiar. of them, big family, like looking over the sea, little glinty candles in the, in the trees, gentle breezes, cushions. Is that where Julie Walters is singing Take a Chance on Me? Oh. Yeah. So let's go to the bit just before that. Ah, sorry, when everybody's yeah. having a lovely time. <laughs> Because I don't, I'm, I'm sure Julie's busy, so she won't want to be there. So I'm talking a gang of friends, like really lovely friends, meze, just chatting, shooting the breeze, uh, crusty bread, <laughs> olives, dips, you know, all that type of stuff. I like Cheeses, it. salads, wine, lots of wine. That's where I'd be. That, that's my ideal evening with food. An Abba-themed terrace in the Greek islands somewhere. 
You're fixating on the other. <laughs> well, and that's like where you started. Move this up that's there. where you started with I'm the I'm just story. giving you a little image of what it looks like. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm in bell bottoms. I'm just there <laughs> having a lovely time. What about you? What about you? Tell me yours. Oh, I love this game. Um, okay, well, present company accepted, of course. And it kind of goes without saying that, you know, favorite meals are generally with family and friends. So, But what we're talking about here is fantasy dining. So... Maybe chili crab in Singapore with Danny Minogue? Stop it. Well, she would crack those legs. She's not <laughs> messing around. Um, or I could go a smorgasbord of Morton Bay Bugs with a Hemsworth. Just any Hemsworth. I'll any take Hemsworth. any. I'm not fussy. Happy days. Um, or even like high-tiered the Barkley with Colleen Rooney so we can discuss legal strategies. Stop it. Come You're on. being silly now. I'm not. That's my dream. Imagine that. She has got a plan and she is not <laughs> deviating. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're very fishy-based there, aren't you, with your food? High tea is not fishy-based. I think you're just focusing in on the, on oh. the seafood. No. Well, Morton Bay bugs, I guess. Yes. Chili crab, sure. But I like all food. I'm not fussy. No. I like a cucumber sandwich. I'd go for high tea. Now, I have been doing some work on an app called Loose Lips, and it's different decks of questions that are good conversation starters. And these aren't necessarily travel-related, but I thought I'd try you out on a few. Okay, so nice. the first question I'm giving you from the Loose Lips deck is list the top three favorite gadgets that you own. Gadgets. Not sex related. Don't go sexy. Like, just keep it gadgets. Okay, because I don't want Aunt Shirley to hear things like that. <laughs> that is not appropriate. Um, so it would be kitchen gadgets. Mm. I've got, this is, uh, Gareth, you could have given me a bit of warning about this. No, lately. I think you've, you know, the, the top gadgets from top of your head, like what are the ones that you hold dearest to your heart where you wake up in the morning and think, oh, I'm just going to use my... Coffee machine. Yes, nice. Coffee machine from my lovely friend Steve. He gave me that. Fabulous. Coffee machine. I've also got a little plastic spatula that always scrapes all the bits out from every sort of pan. The That's perfect spatula. Yeah. The perfect yeah. spatula. I think my cousin, my beautiful cousin Lisa gave me that. That's two. I wonder if it's present related. That's why I'm. You are. Yeah. Well, you've got an emotional connection to these gadgets, not just yes. functional. Yeah. No. And then the last one would be my, what do you call that? Is that a cloche when you've got like um, <laughs> yes. like Is it a cloche? What, what, are, you, you... what are you presenting under a cloche? <laughs> well, in fact, young man, I've got a banana cake that I made yesterday under my cloche at this very moment. But it's a glass cloche. Is that still a cloche if it's a glass cloche? I, I'm, gonna, I'm not a cloche expert, but I'm going to accept it as a cloche. I think. Okay. Like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, do, do I hit you back with the same question? No, or no, we, do... yeah, we're moving oh, on. <laughs> well... It's just me that has the painful experience of trying to rack my brains okay um okay next question what about you most surprises people once they've got to know you or oh, flipping it come on it's a good one isn't it what's most surprises them about me you could say oh, the, i would think the bees maybe is a good one or, oh i see okay something that i'm well, interested just, in well no no or even a, a, something about you or um because i oh, tell you what what? Go. Here we go. Yes. Uh, this might repulse you a little bit. So I'm ready. hold tight, okay? <laughs> There's this thing called Footner. Have you heard of it? No. What is it? Oh, well, <laughs> my lovely friend Lou introduced me to this. They're like, you get them from boots. They're like little see through plastic socks type of thing li with liquid in them. God knows what that liquid is because you put your feet in. Oh, I've seen her do this. Yes. You leave it for an hour. Right. And you wash, then you wash your feet. And then in a week's time, Gareth, wait, wait, in a week's time, your foot peels like a snake skin. I know. And it comes off and you're left with 
feet like a baby's bottom. So are you saying that the thing that surprises people that they don't know about you is that your feet look amazing? Yes, let's go with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, final question. What life skill would you like to get better at this year? Oh, well, my bees. I'm an amateur beekeeper, so I'd like to get better at that. You're underselling that because your bees are thriving. Well, they are thriving. That is true. We picked, we had a look yesterday and there's a lot of honey in there, Gareth. It's heavy to pick up those bees. When do you harvest the honey? Well, May's the hard work. So May's, May's the tricky month. Then I think we go June, July. I think it's July we harvest. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward. That'd be good. Yeah. Don't, don't expect too much. There's not going to be masses, but we'll, we'll give it a good go. But I'm actually really enjoying it, really enjoying the kind of cycle of the bees and you know you learn something new about the bees all the time because we were moving them around yesterday like there's about six of them at the entrance of the door doing this little bee wiggle which sends out signals to the other bees to say don't you worry the queen's in here come on in come back in come on come on everyone and that's don't you think that's extraordinary i do yeah but who's telling you all this information about the bees how did you figure that out well there's such a thing as books, guys. Come on. <laughs> but also, we have got a bit of a bee guru called Stuart who helps us out with our bees, and he kind of tells me the stuff. He, he says, you've probably read this in the books. And oh, then he yeah. proceeds to tell me, and I just go, yes, I have. I must have missed that chapter in the books. <laughs> no, so if I can get better at that, I would love it. Because ideally, I'd like to take some. I'd like to get bees in our school as well because I think it's a really great educational yeah. exercise. What, mm. primary school kids would be okay with bees? I guess they would, wouldn't they? Yeah, because if you put them in the right place, and you will need an expert for this, if you put them in the right place, then they kind of funnel back into the hive. They don't kind of come out and just explore around. They funnel back in. I mean, listen, I'm not an expert yet, but I will get better at it, and that's what we're going to do. Well, that's the end of this episode. We'll be back again soon with more travel tales and travel inspiration. Yes, it's been so nice to talk to you. And if you'd like to share your travel adventures with us, everybody, please do get in touch, especially if you're not a member of our family, because that would just be (laughs) exciting. (laughs) You can get Gareth on. um, What is it, Gareth? What is it? I'm on Twitter at GTV London. That's right. Sorry, Twitter at GTV London. That's right. So until then, everybody, have a great week. And whatever you're doing, keep on planning those adventures. Bye. (laughs) 